Welcome to an I Thought It Smelled Bad on the Outside, a podcast about Star Wars. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Kyle Jones, and with me, as always, is Brent Stevenson. Hello, all. So, um, this week is definitely not going to be as long as last week. Um, yeah, we broke the two-hour mark last week. Way to go. That was still fun, though. Uh, it was, and we probably, if if we hadn't started as late, we probably could have gone on longer. Yep. Um, um, because, you know, to be fair, we didn't. We probably didn't spend as much time talking about the, you know the movies at the top uh, of our lists uh, as we did the ones at the bottom. Um, although that being said, the ones that were at the top, they're kind of everyone's <laughs> yeah. favorites. It's, so. it's a little more interesting to hear why you might not like a movie than someone else would, you know, mm-hmm. the top three are generally probably what everyone agrees on. That's why they're the top ones, but it's always mm-hmm. interesting to find out what might be your bottom ones and why All right, why is yes. that your bottom one? Yeah. So, uh, already got some feedback on it. Um, but I'm going to save it, uh, for another show. Oh, okay. Um, because, uh, some of the feedback ended up spinning it into what could be another topic. So I want to, we're going to save this stuff. Oh, okay. Um, we got some news to talk about uh, this week. Um, so we're going to dig into that, but first we thought we would spend a little bit of time to see if we have been doing any Star Wars in this week, in the past week, you know? So is there, Brent, is there anything you've been doing Star Wars related? Um, usually when I wake up and go to bed is pretty much all Star Wars, but I'll get into a little specific. Um, uh, I've kind of rediscovered Star Wars, uh, Battlefront, the first one with my daughter. Um, I kind of downloaded it off uh, Game Pass and mm-hmm. I kind of played with it for a minute and I kind of realized how much I actually really enjoyed that game. And I was mm-hmm. shocked at the amount of people that are still on there playing it. I thought I was going to mm-hmm. be like one of two people or something like that. Yeah. Um, but um, like literally the uh, the Walker Assault, I go on there, it's like f- it's full. And that mm-hmm. really surprised me. Um, and actually my daughter, who's 16, she loves video games and mm-hmm. she can't stop playing it. So it's pretty neat mm-hmm. to see her um, play the game as if it's playing, you know, she's playing for the first time. It's, and it mm-hmm. really is um, a lot of aspects of it. I really do enjoy it more than actually the second battle mm-hmm. Battlefront. I, I, I had to miss, I, 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 forgot how, I forgot how much I liked the first one. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I spent a lot of time uh, a few weeks ago um, re-downloading Battlefront uh, Two. Um, I, I uh, was played a lot of it on uh, Xbox uh, One. Yep. And then uh, last summer I got a, a an Xbox Series S um, and never got around to re-downloading Battlefront because I played quite a bit of it, finished all the campaign and everything. Um, but was having a craving to play some, you know, something Star Wars. And uh, so had to down, spend a lot of time downloading it all <laughs> and jockeying around space and everything. Um, and, yeah. And then playing and played it for a little bit and realized, oh, I probably, I think I might have downloaded the wrong Battlefront. Because uh, um, the, the, the first one was, yeah, was so much fun. And even still for all the criticisms it got, which I was in there included, you know, the, the walkers mm-hmm. on the rails, that sort of thing. It's still, it's still a pretty enjoyable game. Yeah, it, it's, 
they did a really good job of cat capturing like cinematic ba- battles. Yes. And sometimes, uh, um, and this happens with video games period. Um, you know, uh, you've got games like grand theft auto and, uh, red dead redemption that are open world and you can kind of do everything. And there's a, you know, there's a, a wonderful aspect of having that freedom, right. Of yes. being able to do whatever, um, but what you miss out on is the ability for someone to craft together a really, um, well put together action set piece. Yes. Um, you, you play the, if you've played the uncharted games or even, and even, um, um, Jedi fallen order, um, has these moments where, you know, it, it's, you know, it's saying it's on rails is probably being too restricted, but it, yeah. You have a very narrow focus of, of of what you're seeing and can do. Um, it's very exciting. It's very cinematic. Um, so that's the trade off. But yes, yeah, I, uh, you know, going back and watching video uh, some videos um, the last couple of days of uh, just a Battlefront One gameplay because you <laughs> you had mentioned briefly that uh, a couple of days ago that you were playing this. So watching that and then um, remembering uh, Battlefront 2, I just think I'm really disappointed that DICE isn't making a third one right now Yeah, because I feel that <laughs> that the third one might have been the charm where they're like, okay, <laughs> we've had two attempts at this. You know, if we, if we put all of this stuff together, we can probably come, uh, come up with a really strong uh, game. Yep. Oh, absolutely. I, I really wish. And, you know, when there were when the talks were originally coming out of when they were going to do the first Star Wars Battlefront and people were saying, OK, well, we don't want a battlefield with Star Wars on it, which is exactly mm-hmm. what I wanted. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I wanted that exact same gameplay, but in the Star Wars universe. And yep. I know they were purposely not doing that because they kind of wanted I guess they didn't want to fall into that same category, but. I really think that would have been pretty cool just even to pick up weapons that you've killed somebody instead Mm -hmm. uh, like even that aspect I thought was really cool. But uh, I was a little disappointed when they weren't doing that. And apparently I was in the minority from what all I've read that people didn't want that. You see, and and that's uh, to me, that's a little disappointing Um, because one of the the fun things about uh, about Battlefield um, is the the sandbox, or more appropriately, the, the toy box feel of it. Yeah. Especially the latest one, um, you know, because it's got hovercrafts and planes and stuff. Um, it, it feels a little bit like playing uh, like many years ago with uh, GI Joes. Yeah, you know, you're <laughs> just, oh yeah, here's a vehicle. I want to jump around. And the idea of, of being able to do that with a, a Star Wars toy box and being able to say, all right, I'm going to just jump in an X-Wing or jump in a, you know, a, uh, an airspeeder or jump on a speeder bike and just have fun. Exactly. That would, yeah, that, uh, that would have been very appealing. And obviously we haven't got that yet, no. but who knows one day, maybe. Yeah, hopefully fingers crossed. Lots of mm-hmm. stuff coming out. So <laughs> lots of stuff. Yeah. Uh, as for me, uh, I have been reading, um, now I've got to look up the name of the, the actual book. 
because I'm horrible with with remembering names. Uh, it's the second. It's the second book. Um, is it the same? Yeah. It, it's the second book in the High Republic series. Oh right. So I'm I, I'm I kept going back for, or getting tripped up on whether it's a second or not because there's actually a, a few different series in the High Republic. Yep. Uh, so for those that don't know, High Republic, it was a new uh, publishing initiative that Lucasfilm kicked off uh, uh, last year, it gets to the beginning of last year, uh, that takes place hundreds of years ago when the Jedi were at their peak. It's it's before the, the prequel trilogy. Um, and it's very much, you know, uh, the Jedi Knights as Camelot. Yep. Um, and so there's three different um, book series. They're all telling the same story, and they're telling different parts of the story. Um, but the main one are the the, the adult uh, books. So there's some adult books. There's some uh, young adult or, uh, fiction books. Then there's some uh, young reader books, all featuring different characters. But the the adult uh, novels, they're kind of the, the core the core right. one. So, yeah. uh, I'm about a third of the way into the, uh, into the second one. And it's, uh, it's really good. Um, I really enjoyed the first one. Uh, have you read it? No, I haven't read it. I remember you letting me know to go get the first one and read it because <laughs> yes. it was so good. Uh, yeah. Like it, um, it does some really good world building. Uh, it has an enemy, uh, and a threat that is very unique. Uh, it feels Ooh. very different to, to what the Jedi have had to deal with uh, before or just what we've had in Star Wars before. Well, that's good. Um, and the nice thing is, is that because uh, it takes place so far away from any other story we've, you know, we've been told so far in, in Star Wars, that they have the freedom to pretty much do whatever. Um, and it also means that... Uh, you don't know what's going to happen to any of the characters. Right. You know, um, <laughs> you know one of the problems with, uh, you know, um, with reading uh, old expanded universe uh, stories, you know, especially ones that, you know, would take place in between the movies or right. whatever. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Luke and Han are in peril. Yeah. You know, like, you know, it's, there's no real danger because y- you know that they're going to be <laughs> in you know, you know where they end up, right? Yeah. Whereas with this, who knows what's going to happen with with, uh, with each character? So, that must, um, that must be really exciting to be able to read that and not knowing the outcome of the characters. Like, so that is that is definitely appealing. Yeah. The only thing for me is I'm horrible with remembering names. No, I'm saying. Um, so thankfully, God bless uh, the world that we live in. Um, there's some great resources online. Um, so when names are coming up, I've been able to pull up uh, like the, the wiki and oh yeah, this it's this is char- it's uh-huh. this character. That's right. <laughs> um, and I guess that, that's the problem with having taken like a, a year in between the books. Um, the third one, I believe, is out already. Um, so, but they're, they're telling a once again, it's a. The story has been really enjoyable. No, it's definitely on my to-do list is to get those books. I I started getting some of the comics. I haven't read them yet, but I I was Mm -hmm. kind of late getting them. So I'm missing like one to like 10. So I I Mm -hmm. grabbed some of them anyway. So those I've got, 
have to read them. Um, but again, I was intrigued by what you had mentioned before about the book uh, to get me to at least go get the comics and just see how those are um, as well too. Because this is exciting. It's a pretty cool, like you said, it's it's an open um, kind of an open time. You don't have any expectations. Uh, they mm-hmm. can pretty much make whatever they want, make their own history, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And that's right there. There's comics as well. There's, so there's, there's two comic, uh, series. There's the, the main one from Marvel. And then there's another one that I think is published by dark horse, but it's like a young adult, like, um, high Republic adventures. So they're kind of like one-off stories for, you yes. know, for younger readers. So yep. probably not as important to read. All right. So, um, we're going to, uh, jump around the hollow net and uh, talk some, uh, some star Wars news. These are things that have, uh, come up over the last week or so that, uh, uh, you and I have not discussed yet nope. uh, outside of saying, Hey, maybe we should talk about these things. <laughs> um, you, I, uh, just very recently discovered in like the last 15 minutes are much more prepared, uh, than I am. So first for everything. which, uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> which one of these stories do you want to talk about first? Um, let's talk about let's talk about the the new Star Wars trilogy just to to start. Um, okay, yeah, and <laughs> you know the, there is a chance this could be the only thing we talk about tonight because I have a lot of thoughts about this. <laughs> so, um, when was this? This would have been uh, a little over a week ago. Um, a former Vanity Fair reporter, uh, Joanna Robinson was on a podcast called the Ringiverse, uh, and she was speaking about, uh, Star Wars and a rumor that she had heard. Uh, and in that, uh, uh, rumor said that, um, Disney is working on a new sequel trilogy that will take place after uh, rise of Skywalker. Um, it's going to focus on, uh, a new order of Jedi. Uh, and the idea is that, um, this would be a Jedi order that had gone past the whole attachment, the, uh, that you couldn't have be attached people. It would be, uh, a Jedi order that would embrace attachment. Um, and obviously primarily focus, most likely focus on Ray. Yep. Yep. Um, I would, uh, it would be kind of cool to see uh, Finn in there just because he did end up being a Force user, but I think probably the comments that he had made after Star Wars might not be invited back. <laughs> but then he might too, but I I guess more so because he didn't kind of delve into that aspect of him in, the, in those stories that he might not be in these ones, uh, which is too bad because I think he makes a pretty good dynamic, um, especially where he came from um into that into the story oh yeah um and like so there was a caveat that the this uh person said that you know there's a lot of ideas that uh disney and lucasfilm are constantly throwing out you know um but this shouldn't come as a surprise no absolutely not um, I'm in agreement. I, I, I want to see Daisy Ridley. I want to see, um, uh, John Boyega. Um, I would, was thinking the same thing this morning that, yeah, they would probably have to make a pretty sweet deal, uh, to get him to come back because, um, 
you know, his opinion of, of Star Wars um, and, you know, changed pretty drastically over the, the course of the three movies, um, which I think is understandable because I don't blame him whatsoever. No, nope. you know, um, the, you know, the force awakens, uh, especially in, in all the marketing, you know, they were really kind of teasing that, that he was the main character. Yep. Um, and I don't mind, you know, I don't mind the, um, you know, the, 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 the switch that we find out, no, that it's Ray. That's actually the, the, you know, the chosen one of the, the sequel trilogy, but it still felt like, like Finn was going to be, you know, a key character. Yep. Um, and in the last Jedi, his role was a little diminished. Um, you know, he still had, you know, he still had an important part to play, but, he still got to scream um, Ray. Yeah. Um, and, and then, but then in, uh, in Rise of Skywalker, he had nothing to do. Yeah. Nope. And which that's is, too bad. Which was a shame. It was very much so. Um, I'm very interested to see. Now, okay. I guess we should probably touch on Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I, I guess, I, again, I, I would love to see him back in, but I don't know if the character he played would actually kind of fit into the new, the mm-hmm. new trilogy, which I, again, I still like the Poe character. And again, he didn't have that much great to say after the star Wars was made as well either, but he said if he needed a mm-hmm. new house, he would go make another star Wars movie. So I guess, mm-hmm. you know, for him, I'm sure the opportunity would be open again. Um, but I'm just wondering if a character, I mean, I guess any kind of star Wars, movie has i shouldn't say has but i i would like to think kind of has to have a you know a hand solo-esque character in, mm-hmm. in it and of course he for me uh that's who he played as a hand solo-esque characters but uh, i guess when you're getting into a lot of the heavy jedi stuff which i'm assuming this is going to be is there room for a character like him in that series of movies um, for Poe specifically, um, probably not, not as a, uh, not as a main character. And as much as I would like him to be, I, I don't think so. Yeah. I think there's an opportunity that you run into him and, you know, he, you know, there is a point, you know, in a, in a, in the trilogy where they, where they encounter each other. Um, but it does present the opportunity to create, um, you know, a new kind of roguish, you know, charming Jedi character. Yep. Yep. Totally. Uh, to, to fill that role. Um, so in your mind, if they're making a new trilogy, um, you think it would be close enough to the sequel trilogy that it would feature the characters, or do you think they would push it so far away that they could? I, I kind of think um, they would definitely, I think, have to introduce, I think Ray is almost like a must-have mm-hmm. in this for her because those three movies centered on her. Um, she, going forward, uh, because especially, even though she could pick what lightsaber color she wanted, she picked the yellow one. Mm-hmm. You know, she should be, and I think teed up for her to kind of be the next teacher, taking the name Skywalker, knowing that Sky, you know, Luke Skywalker was a teacher, um, teaching new Jedi as well. I think she's going to pick up that mantle and and start start that again. And I think and and um, I also think we could probably see Luke, his Force Ghost 
possibly helping her in the trilogy too, I bet. Oh, oh I hope not. <laughs> not through the whole movie, but I, I have a feeling she'd probably go back to him for uh, for yeah. helping, that sort of thing. Not that he'd be a prominent character, but I just think that kind of... Lead, I, I'm sure it's not going to, because I'm sure, like I said, they've pretty much closed the Skywalker on those last three. But again, she did take the Skywalker name, so that kind of opens the door a little bit up to that sort of thing. Uh, True. But again, I think it's going to be maybe like a Yodi. He'll pop up once, pop up once mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Um, I, and just his involvement with the Mandalorian and the Book of Boba Fett, too, I think that, again, kind of leaves him open to possibly mm-hmm. coming into these uh, movies as well, too. Yeah, maybe finally admitting that he was a terrible teacher and... <laughs> He's the worst. His, his, his lessons were all wrong. His first student he couldn't um, keep. <laughs> oh, Luke. Yeah. Um, but we still love him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I think that this movie, that, uh, that they really have to make a sequel trilogy um, that uh, is close in time to the, uh, you know, to the last sequel trilogy we got. Um, for a very important reason that is somewhat business related. So, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> and that is, so when Disney bought, uh, Lucas, you know, um, that would have been what? 2013, 2012, 2013, 2012. Yep. Um, you know, almost immediately they announced, Hey, you know what? Um, uh, new star Wars movies, um, you know, one consistent continuity, you know, amongst everything we do. Uh, and Hey, we're building, you know, we're building a star Wars world at, um, at Disneyland and Disney world, uh, which opened two years ago. Yeah. Roughly. So two years ago they opened uh, star Wars galaxy's edge. Um, it is unlike a lot of other, um, attractions and areas in Disney in that it is the entire area is completely themed. Um, if you go to Tomorrowland in, in Disney, um, it's all kind of that weird retro futuristic kind of look, but each ride is its own thing. And then there's some, you know, kind of general, um, uh, you know, the um, shops that are kind of tied in, but it still is, you're, you know that you're in Disney and you're in a theme park. Yes. Um, whereas with Galaxy's Edge, they were very specific to say, when you enter that area, it's like you're transported to another world. And the idea is you've gone to the Planet Batu, you're in Black Spire Outpost, and everything is themed to that. Yep. Um the problem is, is that they very specifically tied it into the sequel trilogy, yes. into that timeline. Yeah. That's where this um, point in time exists in Galaxy's Edge. So right now, you know, when when it first opened, uh, you could, you know, well, it still happens. Ray it, it walks around, um, Kylo Ren, and there's First Order Stormtroopers and Chewbacca. And, and that's about it. Um, so the problem that they have is, so right now, uh, Disney and Lucasfilm have two, uh, 
two narrative threads going on. One is the, the High Republic, um, which takes place hundreds and hundreds of years ago, um, which for the most part people are enjoying and, and liking. Uh, and yes. I think it, I think it was obvious it's taken off because they're moving on to phase two and now they're expanding, they're making video games. And, um, you know, we're probably going to see it. They say that uh, the Star Wars Acolyte TV show is going to tie into uh, this, uh, tie into it um, in some way. And then we've got, um, you know, this, the Mandalorian verse, which is, you know, everything that's taking place uh, on TV um, that's happening, you know, what is it? Eight years, five years oh. after Return of the Jedi? Um, thought it might have been eight years. Okay, but it's it, it's it's some time you know, after it, that. Yeah. yeah, but but way before the, the sequel trilogy yes. begins. Yep. So they've introduced all these characters, they've introduced all these new things that people are loving, and they can't do anything with it at the park. Yep. My hands are tied. Um, so they have this synergy problem. Um, last year they opened up uh, a an Avengers uh, area at Disneyland called the uh, Avengers Campus, and right now it just has one ride, and um, and, and then it's got one ride, one uh, one kind of like uh, show, which is a Doctor Strange um, magic show. And then it's got a couple of theme restaurants and there's other, uh, some other stuff going on. Um, but whenever there's a new movie, that character is there yep. shortly after <laughs> when, um, it opened around the same time that Falcon and the winter soldier had just ended. And prior to the park and uh, prior to that section of the park opening, they had showed the characters that were going to be there. And when they had opened, they made a point of introducing, Oh, by the way, we're going to have uh, Sam Wilson, Captain America. Yeah. When black widow opened immediately at the park, taskmaster was there. Black widow was in her movie costume. When Loki was on, we got a new, there was a new version of Loki that was in his, his look from the TV show. When Shang Chi came out, Shang Chi appeared at, uh, Yep. at the parks same with uh, same with uh hawkeye and so when people are watching shows and being they're they're able to say, oh now i can go see my favorite you know my new favorite character at the park and get you know get their autograph or get a picture with them yep uh when when the first time we went to uh, disney world um, my kids were much younger um we spent the majority of our time standing in line so they could have a picture and get an autograph yep. with a Disney princess. Yep. You can't do that at the parks no. in at galaxy's edge. Nope. It's been open for two, for almost two years now. And the only characters that you can see, and once again, because it's so tied into this sequel timeline is the ones that I said, it's Ray, it's Chewbacca, uh, it's Kylo Ren and it's some um, first order stormtroopers. Yep. There, I think there's, I, I think there's one other character that they created for the park. Oh, that right. The resistance. In, that has appeared uh, in. Yeah. She's a yeah. resistance, a spy that has appeared in, I think in some of the comics now, yep. but that's it. And I think that if they want the, you know, if they want to be able to capitalize on cross promotion and, and synergy, they need to be telling stories <laughs> in that timeline because yeah. <laughs> they've invested a lot of money in this park. And, and I know one of the other stories that you know, we might get to tonight is the uh, galactic star cruiser. 
um, which is this themed hotel um, that is once again completely tied into Galaxy's Edge and tied into that timeline and story. And and, and what I learned too was Ray and Kylo Ren actually do play specific roles in your immersement in your two days there as well too. Mm-hmm. And it's an expensive two days. I have it all right here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We might as well talk about it. Cause it, it does, it does tie in. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So let me turn to the page. Oh yeah. So it is ridiculously expensive. I, when they announced this years ago, uh, we knew it was going to be expensive because Disney, mm-hmm. because Star yeah. Wars. Um, for a family of four, for two two, sorry, two nights, two days, is mm-hmm. close to six thousand dollars U.S. U.S. So twenty thousand yes. dollars Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably about right. <laughs> which is, which is nuts, and. Yeah, yeah, like it blows my mind because that, again, that's not including if you fly down. There's another, mm-hmm. you know, I'm probably, uh, I'm not, I've never flown down because I hate airplanes, but I can mm-hmm. only imagine it'd be like at least another grand, at least mm-hmm. or more to fly down. Yeah, um, and it's only for two days. Uh, yeah, so the the two day part, um, I can understand because. It, it is supposed to be a, a very immersive experience. Yes. It is, uh, you know, it is, um, uh, you know, a live action role playing light because you, you know, you have, uh, the control, you know, a bit of control over how much you want to play along. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have read, if you don't want to participate in anything, you don't have to. Although I, if that's the case, I don't know why you would spend the money yeah. to stay there. You might as well just stay off site and save a couple grand. Um, but I could see if this was such an immersive experience, money aside, like, um, if I knew that, you know, that it was going to evolve and there's all these different characters and I could be experiencing different storylines. Okay. I could see wanting to go back again, but right now (laughs) there's no new characters. (laughs) No, no, I, no, I, I really, once again, I realized that, uh, like as a time we're recording this week, they're doing some, um, um, media stays. So it's it's essentially open for the media this week. So some, uh, people in the media got to, um, got to go stay and it opens to the public next week. March 1st. Yeah. So obviously there's going to be time for them to add things, but if it's just, characters that uh, you know once again that um if it's stuck in a point in time where they can't introduce new characters where we're not getting new stories yeah um i can't see that being as exciting um i think what they're trying to do um and as actually i watched a, a video by somebody who was um who was kind of kind of doing like an overall review they hadn't gone yet but they were kind of uh, explaining what your experience would be like. And and mm-hmm. she got very emotional at the very end because she wanted her daughter, who was um, 10, I think, wanted mm-hmm. to experience, you know, everything she's watched on the screen. The fact that 
her daughter would be able to experience what she saw in the movies in real life. I think that is going to be one of the big pulls um, to to the uh, to the hotel to the sorry not the hotel to the space the Star Cruiser Star Cruiser yeah and once again, if you're listening to this and and you you don't know the, the, like it just so we're clear it is a hotel yes but it is so heavily themed the idea is um, you pull up and you're essentially pulling up to a spaceport. Yeah. And you're getting on a shuttle, which essentially becomes kind of like a simulator ride, you know, a very tame simulator ride, um, where you're taking a shuttle up to this galactic star cruiser. Yeah. And for the next two days, that's where, that's where you're living. Uh, your room has a view screen where you can see stars. Um, they've done this. The one thing that I thought was very clever is that they say that there's one area where they are simulating the outdoors. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, it really is. They realize, okay, some people are just going to need to go out and get fresh air uh, yeah. two days. Um, but yeah, so there's all these things that you can do on the, on the starship. There's a cantina and um, there's apparently, you know, you can go to the bridge and there's going to be missions there and characters you can interact with. And there's going to be um, some, uh, there's a lightsaber training thing, which they managed to tie back into the, the high Republic. Um. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah, so because th- there was some question as to, well, you know, someone obviously dug in and said, well, wait a second. During this time, J- Jedi's weren't a big thing. Why is there this like Jedi lightsaber, you know, training room? And there's very much in the story that these Galactic Star Cruisers have been in existence for hundreds of years. Yes. Um, and at the time there were all these Jedis that would travel on these star cruisers and they needed a place to, to practice, to train. Yes. Uh, so that, that's the, the Gauss thing, which I, which I like. Um, it, it does give you the, if you're staying there, it does give you the ability to, um, do some of the things in galaxy's edge, um, that require, um, uh, there's limited, uh, capacity. You're essentially yep. guaranteed a spot. Um, and apparently that once again, there is a very, a themed shuttle that you're getting on and it appears that you're flying down to the planet from the, uh, from the star cruiser. Yep. You get so I, I, I find it interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, absolutely. Uh, oh, and you know, the other big enough. selling point, the other big right. selling point is you get one free adult drink with, with, uh, your, your hotel too. <laughs> so... <laughs> There actually is one other selling feature, which I only found out about last week. So Disney has a has a, a very um, strict policy about adults being in costume. Ah, uh, yes, yep. Um, you can't do it; they don't allow it. Young kids are allowed to. Uh, adults, it's a you know, it's a hard no. Yep. Um, however. When you're on the Galactic Star Cruiser, you are allowed to be essentially in costume. And in fact, on the Disney store, the the online store, um, they're selling essentially costumes. Yes, you can buy costume. If you don't bring one yourself, you can buy them. Yeah, so they've got you know like a, you know like a Jedi uh, costume, and then um, uh, robes that are kind of uh, similar to um, 
uh, Bail Organa. But once again, like kind of, you know, very Star Warsy clothes. Yes. But you actually have to prove that you are staying at the hotel to order them. <laughs> you can't. Oh, wow. Uh, Yes. So they're, they're making sure that just not everybody can go online and, and order, and order these. Right. Oh, these that's are specific, right. Yes, yes. Yep. It's specifically reserved for people that are going on the Galactic Star Cruiser. Yeah. So if, and which also means that if you're going into the park, you get to, you don't have to change. At least yes. that was my understanding. So th- this might be the only way to have a, you know, a truly immersive role-playing Star Wars experience inside a Galaxy's Edge. Yep, because you can dress how you want to participate in the immersion too. That's the yeah, the idea. Yeah. You can, if you want to be a Jedi, dress as a Jedi, and then you get to play the role of a Jedi. So safe to say, uh, you haven't like a, got like a fifth mortgage to be able to go. Uh... I'm going twice next year. Fair. <laughs> okay. Okay, sorry. So just what, one uh, more thing I'm putting on a list that I think I will never able, ever be able to do. <laughs> uh, you see, I, I think it's going to be one of those things that, that is going to get less expensive. Like, and that's what I'm hoping. I mean, I, I read that the capacity is only 100 guests. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, I think that's kind of, I think once you kind of start making up for the cost of the hotel, that's probably where maybe we'll see the, the, the price go down a bit. But I, 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 again, I always say, you know, that price, I can't see how they can stay that long charging those prices. But again, it's Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. People are, I'm sure they're booked until next year already. I'm sure of it. Uh, yeah, apparently, uh, apparently though, one, they, they, cause they released a video, I think back in December, um, that was, Hey, here's some of the things you're going to see on the, on the cruise. And it was a video that uh, did not go over very well. Uh, yes. Yeah, I did hear about that. Um, to the point where, where they took it down like after a few days. Yeah. Um, and there were people that had booked that said, oh, no, after seeing this video, no, we're, yeah. we're canceling. Uh, this isn't what I wanted to spend five grand on. Um, <laughs> Jeez. But I, I – so I will – A, I do think it's going to get less expensive. And I think you're right. Again, because it's the it's such a limited capacity, um, they've got to they've got to make their money. Yes. You know, they, they, you know they've invested a lot into this. So, and and you're obviously paying a premium for being you know one of the first people to experience it, Absolutely. without it being spoiled. Um, you know, so th- there's definitely some value in that. Yep. Uh, you know, but I will say this, um, and you've been to Disney, so you know you can you, know, you might have thoughts on this as well. They do a very good job of making you feel like you're getting your money's worth. They do. Absolutely. I can't argue with that. You know, um, every, you know, when you're in Disney world, every employee treats you like, uh, (laughs) you know, (laughs) you know, like you deserve to be there and you deserve, you know, respect. Yep. And, and I don't mean that, I don't mean this in like a, you know, um, you know, like, Hey, I paid, you know, hundred bucks to get in here for the day. So, you know, I, you know, demand, you know, special yeah. treatment is no, they, they treat you well and they, you know, every place, everywhere it's very clean. And it just, once again, it's very, in the couple times that I've been now, it's been, I, I have not had a case where I've walked out of there saying, geez, I don't feel like I got my money's worth for the day. No, no, I totally agree. 
So while I think that that five grand for, you know, a family or six grand for a family of four might be a bit high, it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, like that, you know, thousand dollars for, for two nights, you know, yeah, that's probably, that's probably the sweet spot where it's like, yeah, that's, that's good value. Yeah. Um, because you know, having, looking into some stuff, uh, some stuff, um, you can very easily go to a spa for two nights and it's going to cost you a grand depending on, you know, depending on what stuff you're, you know, you're signing up for or whatnot. So, yeah, totally. That's yep. Absolutely. And it's not star Wars then. (laughs) (laughs) I I know that's what I keep my wife and I, we keep looking at it and I'm like, I don't understand why are we spending this much money? It doesn't come with a lightsaber. Exactly. (laughs) Next hotel. Let's move on. All right. Uh, what else we got on the docket of? Well, we have, um, let's see here. I'm shuffling my papers. We probably only get time for like one or two more. So, okay. So what's one you really want to talk about? We should probably dive into Obi-Wan since that's coming out in a couple months. Okay. Um, so everything that I've kind of been watching and reading, they're really throwing everything but the kitchen sink at this TV show. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. making me a, I'm sure they're going to do a very good job of telling a story. Again, it's Deborah Chow that's kind of running the thing. Um, mm-hmm. Just, I'm just a little worried that they're putting too much into these six episodes. And mm-hmm. then I'm, and I, and I, I, again, I don't think it's going to happen, but I just don't want it to be another book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. There's just seems to be watching the YouTube videos, people commenting. There seems to be a lot of emphasis on Darth Vader. And then now there's, they're kind of confirming, but I don't think you really can confirm that Palpatine is going to be in it as well too. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that totally makes sense because we're at the time where, you know, the empire is at its highest. Palpatine is still is in charge. Vader is supposed mm-hmm. to be at his baddest. I, I just don't want it to kind of draw away from the Obi-Wan story. That's, that's my only worry i don't think it's gonna be as bad as a book of boba fett i keep hearing the word flashbacks happening which again mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't be a bad thing because it's obi-wan and anakin It'd be kind of neat to see but i'm just i i'm just worried they're trying to shove so much into six episodes um i just don't want to get convoluted i just want to worry about obi-wan and what he's going through how he's dealing with everything and trying mm-hmm. to kind of watch over Luke at the same time. Yeah, I, like I, I would be really happy if almost nothing happened in Episode One. Yep, and it was just seeing what Obi Wan, do, you know, like what his days are. Exactly. <laughs> because <laughs> no, yeah. like, you know we, we, got, we got a little bit of, of, of that like you know in, uh, of, of Hermit Luke in The Last Jedi where yep. you know Ray is following him around and just kind of watching his daily routine but we only got like you know like two three minutes of that right yeah. uh, of screen time being able to see you know what this great Jedi you know a general in the you know in the Clone Wars you know now is doing um, you know, just to protect it, you know, to, to keep a promise and protect, yeah. uh, you know, um, you know, the, the child of, 
you know, a, what, you know, a previous good friend of his, um, that would be interesting. And then, you know, obviously near the end of the episode, that's when you ha- kind of have that, you know, inciting incident that makes him realize, okay, I, I have to be active or I need to leave Tatooine for a bit or whatever it is or you know, yep. whatever the story is going to be, I'd be fine with. Yeah. I, I, but I'm, then the, con- oh, go ahead. Sorry. The go concern ahead. is that you've only got, then you've only got five episodes to tell the story. Yeah. I, I always jo- I, I laugh because I always thought about it like years ago. I thought, okay, no. So what is Obi-Wan actually doing? How does he, and I'm kind of making fun of it. How does he go shopping without no one knowing who he is? Mm-hmm. And does he get stuff delivered to his hut and then he just, you know, mind tricks and forget that they were ever there uh, sort of thing. <laughs> and the guy's wandering aimlessly through the, through the desert after dropping off groceries to Obi-Wan's hut because <laughs> he's mind tricked him. Um, it'll be just interesting to see how he, like you said, how he lives his daily life, trying to a, kind of keep in hiding, be inconspicuous, seeing how, mm-hmm. what he has to do to keep his eye on Luke. Um, and just, you know, and the, the other theme I keep reading is about the, all the demons he's had in his past, all mm-hmm. the things he's seen and he's witnessed and was uh, a part of how he deals with that as uh Mm-hmm. It, while he has while he has the time to actually sit down and actually think about everything uh, yeah and you see if so if we're getting all these characters um because so now we, we knew that we knew that Hayden Christensen was going to be in they announced that that was yes that was public knowledge but if we're also getting palpatine and if we're also and and Everything else that I'm listing off afterwards is rumor. Um, if we're also getting Palpatine, if we're also getting uh, Bail Organa, um, if we're also getting Yoda, um, if all of these are just, you know, um, not like daydreams, you know, I, I want to, yeah. I don't want to use the word hallucinations because it's not like he's like tripping out or whatever. Yeah. But it's just, you know, he, it's just his thoughts manifesting. Yes. themselves because he's he's essentially isolated himself uh in you know uh in a hut by himself yeah. um that would be interesting yes that would be an interesting way of saying okay we figured out a way we can get all these characters in and they can interact with them without really interacting um i don't think that's going to be the case you know oh no. um i i don't i don't think that they would allow just for a uh, a six episode character study of, of Obi-Wan going no. to, you know, slightly mad, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and fighting his, uh, his inner demons. Yeah. But I, I really do hope that it, it, it's not okay. Every episode is, Oh, Hey, here's another character. Um, you know, there's another rumor that's going around that we're going to see young princess Leia. I don't want yep. that. No. Uh, I'm uh, fine. He said with... Liam Neeson was confirmed as well too. And and once again, like, I'm that's one I'm okay. You know, I'm okay with. Yep, I think that's an important one actually. Uh, yeah, that you know that makes sense, um, and also ties into um, Revenge of the Sith. Yep. Um, because, you know, we, we don't really hear from Qui-Gon. 
Um, well, we don't hear from him at all. But then at the end of, <laughs> and then then at the end of near the end of um, Revenge of the Sith, Yoda drops his bomb on Obi Wan. Says, "Oh, by the way, I've been, yeah, I've been talking with uh, Qui Gon, and he's figured out a way that we can, you know, that we can uh, exist, uh, you know, beyond our, uh, you know, our physical existence." Yeah. Um, because I guess prior to that, we really hadn't seen Jedi, you know, turn into force ghosts. Yeah. So that was, so that makes sense. Perfect sense. Yep. Um, but him, like I said, him, like just running into every other character. It worries me. I, I, again, I have total faith in, in Deborah Chow and, um, uh, I'm sure they're going to do a really good job, but I just, I just worry the back of my head. Just every day, I w- every day I wake up, there's the old, this person's rumor to be in it. This person's rumor to be in it. This person's rumor to be in it. I'm like, it's only six episodes. How many more people mm-hmm. can you actually have it? Um, so I, I get it. I, I'm really looking forward to it, but I'm also at the same time, really just kind of, you know, kind of looking out of one eye, like, oh, don't put any more people in there. Cause I do want it to be about Obi-Wan, what he's gone through. Like you said, what he has to do to, to look after Luke, um, keep him safe, have to deal with Darth Vader. And that's pretty much all it should be. Mm-hmm. So one other, one of the other stories, uh, that we had that's tied into Obi-Wan is that, uh, John Williams is going to be returning uh, to Star Wars, first time he's he's going to be doing something for a TV show. Yeah, um, but he's going to be composing a theme for Obi Wan. Cool, that's so nice to hear. Is it? <laughs> I think so. I mean, he's not doing the whole score, which I totally get. I'm just wondering if maybe he does this and then that and that. I thought we were going to, not that I wanted to ever be done with John Williams. I I just think that, you know, he gets his one last little um, part in the original trilogy as character, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So he gets to create the music. Of course, we don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a new Obi-Wan theme, possibly. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think he's like the perfect person to at least score something for that character. Cause I think he knows that character probably pretty well from watching all the movies and what he's had to, and the insight I'm sure he's probably gotten from Lucas as he's writing the score for the music too. Fair enough. Um, so I'm not trying to take away from John Williams, <laughs> but, um, what do you think of, uh, uh Hans, uh, because you know we know that there's Luke's theme, there's Leia's theme, there's the Imperial March. What do you you know? Uh, what do you think of Han's theme? Yeah, his theme was good too. Okay, hum Han's theme to me. Okay, I guess I can't. That's right. <laughs> so uh, I put you on the spot, and I apologize. Yep, no problem. Um, but he, you know what? You can't now. think about it. Is that so when Solo came out, the rest of the movie was scored by someone else, except that John Williams came back and they said, oh, you know what? John Williams is writing a theme for Han Solo. 
because Han didn't have a, you know, didn't have a theme before where he's going to write one. Oh. And I've seen solo more than you have. I couldn't yeah. tell you what it is. Not no. a clue. Not a clue. When I think mm. back at, you know, when I think back at, um, the sequel trilogy of the, the music in, uh, the sequel trilogy. Yep. It's not as good. Like if you, if, um, Ray's, Ray's theme is interesting. Oh, okay. Yep. Right. You know, the, with the, the, the pan flute or whatever it is, it's, you know, yep. the, um, that's interesting. Um, I like the small piece of music that takes place at the end of, um, the force awakens. Um, when Ray is going to meet Luke that, and it just kind of keeps building. That's a great piece of music, but everything else is, if it's not a repeat of something he's, you know, that was in the original trilogies or the Mm -hmm. other two trilogies, it's just not that good. The resistance Mm -hmm. theme. Nope. Don't, you know, like it, it's not bad. Yeah. And and what's like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to crap on John Williams here. It's just, maybe he, you know, maybe he's just lost his touch. Um, and like one of the things, the first episode of the Mandalorian was, there was just so many things that were fantastic about it. Yep. But one of the standout things for me was the score. Yes. Yep, I even downloaded the the album for it on Spotify. Yeah, because the, like the like almost uh, like like the next day they had yeah they had the the soundtrack for episode one, yep. and I was listening to that nonstop because this might be the only Obi Wan show we got we get. Um, I just want a the score to be exceptionally good. Mm-hmm. Be very catchy, so something that's going to be memorable. Yep. And C, I want it to be something that I'm not going to say. Oh, yeah, John Williams is past his prime. Like I don't, I don't want that to happen, yeah. and, and that's my concern. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm just. So I'm just wondering, maybe because um, we're we're missing one element of him that probably makes his music pretty great is George Lucas. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only thing I can think of. I was more immersed into the in the movies than it was the music, so that should have been a kind of like a like not a red flag, but just we know that the music was so prominent, and even in the the uh, prequels originals were really good. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't really notice the music that much, uh, but I'm just wondering if maybe George Lucas was that missing piece for him. Um, And, and maybe, yeah, but he's like John Williams has written great music. that hasn't been. Yeah, no, he has, he has, you know, um, and, and not just before, like, um, Obviously, the, the Harry Potter movies—they're at this point they're what ten years old, yeah, fifteen years old or whatever. Yeah. Um, but what the, those are very um, 
uh, iconic. It's a very iconic score. Yep. And, and I guess maybe that's what I want. It Because it's Obi-Wan, and he's such an important character to Star Wars. Very much so. I want him to have something really iconic. And I just am concerned that, uh, that he just doesn't have it in him. So, yeah, I, as we've been talking, I looked up the solo soundtrack on uh, Spotify. And John Powell did the soundtrack, or did the score, um, except that uh, John Williams specifically came back to write a theme for Han that's called the adventures of Han. <laughs> Couldn't tell you what it sounds like. <laughs> Not at all. So now, now I'll have to go listen to that now. <laughs> oh yeah. As soon as we're done, I'm going to listen to yep. it. Cause now I just want to go back and hear what it is, but yep. yeah, I, I just want something really memorable for, for Obi-Wan. So I, I, I have a lot of faith in him. I, I, I think I would like to hope that he would understand just what you have pointed out, just how much of an iconic character this is. Um, this is probably the only Obi-Wan show we're going to have. And um, I, I, I'm kind of hoping he, he understands the, he understands what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he will. I, I hope so. Or, or maybe they've just realized that, uh, um, you know, the, the, the Jedi and the, and the force themes, uh, you know, that we've heard in the original and uh, the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy are so tied into Obi-Wan that maybe, maybe why they're coming back that we're going to get variations of that could be. Yep. And, and if that's the case, then yeah, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, he could have, he could have had this written in his head like 50 years ago or not that long ago. I shouldn't do that 40 years ago. And I never, and it was a theme he always had in his head. I would like to believe. And then now he's got the opportunity to do it for, for Obi-Wan. Uh, okay. You would think that maybe, you know, I'm, and then once again, I'm just being a, a, a mean devil's advocate prick and saying, yeah, maybe he yeah. had the same idea with Han. He's like, I've had this idea for yeah, maybe. 35 yeah. years. It's going to be great. <laughs> I, was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so let, I think maybe we should, uh, let, let's put a pin in it uh, for this week. Yep. Because uh, we're approaching the hour mark. Um, so if you're enjoying the show, and you want to leave us a review, you can go to whatever uh, podcast uh, service you're using. There's usually a way there that you can leave a review. If you do that, that would be great. If you want to leave us a message, you can go to anchor.fm slash smells bad outside podcast. There's a little button there. You can record a message uh, and uh, if it's appropriate and uh, we'll play it on the show. Uh, during the week, um, where can people find you online, Brent? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at Homer G 13. Uh, and if people want to find me, um, uh, I'm, uh, the pie whisperer on Twitter and Instagram. Um, maybe I'll post something on Twitter this week. Maybe that'll be my goal, you know, between, (laughs) between now and the next time we record, I will have posted something on, on Twitter. That'll be Um, your star Wars thing. Maybe. Yes. Maybe, maybe that. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that. So, uh, so that's going to be it for another show. Um, it's a uh, time for us to take our leave. So say goodbye, Brent. 
So you goodbye, Brent.